are back, friends. Welcome back to the Business of BS podcast, presented as always by Our City Coffee. Now, think about this: you're an adult, right? We can, I mean, we can surmise that you're probably an adult if you're listening to this. Why are you still drinking shitty coffee? Why do you go to that corner store with the burnt coffee and all the sugar thrown in it? How about drinking some stuff where you don't need to throw all that shit in it? We call it Our City Coffee, and today and today only. That's not true. Go to rcitycoffee.com and get a special 15% discount. That's 15% off all purchases at rcitycoffee.com. Use the code BS. Again, use the code BS at rcitycoffee.com. It's time to upgrade your coffee. Today on the show, we've got our first ever two-time guest, Kayla. If you remember her from episode, I don't remember what it was. Let's say three months ago, a couple months ago. Uh, she is the founder of Golden Bird Marketing. She also has just co-founded Glazed Skin Care, which we didn't end up actually talking to, but it's talking about. But it's coming soon. And we also sat down with her friend, mentor, colleague, Lindsay. Lindsay is the owner of LTM Digital. Her brand specialties are natural products, health, sports, tech. She also does monthly courses and workshops. So Kayla is strictly organic marketing on social media, where Lindsay does do organic, but she also has done some paid advertising. We talk about that. We talk about some things we've done with our city coffee, some things we can do better. We talk about working with influencers. We talk about working with the Instagram algorithm paid on on Twitter versus Instagram and Facebook, how to vet those influencers and athletes you might want to work with, and then how to create content that's actually going to help you sell products. All in all, a really fun conversation. And if you're going to listen, because you already are listening, do this for me. Screenshot it. Screenshot the little iTunes or if you're on Google or Anchor, wherever you're listening to your podcast, screenshot it. Tag us on Instagram at Business and BS. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoy. All right, we're back here. Hey. After about six, seven weeks, when was the last time we did one? Pre-baby. Yes, I got a baby now. Danielle. Uh, Danielle? Yeah. Danielle oh, it was Gray. Danielle Gray. We've got the first ever two-time <laughs> podcast guest, Kayla. <laughs> and her friend, mentor, colleague. Yes. That's all fair to say? Yeah. yeah. Lindsay, thank you. Welcome. Yeah. In your, in your beautiful <laughs> office here. Welcome. How did you guys meet? Explain to us. We started, so yesterday we did a, we filmed with you for Replay CBD. You do some work for them. We do some video stuff. And we started to talk about stuff. We're like, no, 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 let's just wait till <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. Save it for yeah. the let's pot. Talk <laughs> about <laughs> it on mic. Yep. Yeah. So um, Lindsay actually teaches classes at General Assembly. And so okay. I signed up for, I think, your social media boot camp mm-hmm. class. Nice. And changed my life. And from there, mm. um, we started talking. She got me involved with Social Media Club LA which you guys have been We've to an event. Been to that. Yeah. Um, and then she referred me to be on the board. So I've been on the board for two years. Okay. Um, and I actually went and took her class again a year later because social media is changing <laughs> daily, hourly. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of how we met. And now we do some work together. So you just went to the event and you're like, ah, oh, she's pretty cool. Let's be friends. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> and Kay- Kayla stood out at you or, or did she just stop? She you? did. So so I walked into social media boot camp that day and I remember she was sitting there working. And so I, I always ask an intro and people tell me a little bit about themselves. And she's like, oh, I have an agency and I have a full-time job. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's a lot so yeah. um you know that she's just a hustler and i kind of saw that right away and i was like yeah that's awesome you're building a company and then about a year later was it a year later that you went uh full-time yeah. with agency yeah, yeah. so yeah, very exciting time. stuff and yeah social media club and kayla spoke on a panel too about community management hear. yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's kind of a big deal yeah, yeah she is. kind of <laughs> and then also the award ceremony last year too oh yeah so, what's that uh we have a social media club annual social media awards uh okay. it's happening this november actually november 19th you guys at, should enter okay you guys should enter <laughs> tell, us, tell us more <laughs> Um, so it's for social media folks in Los Angeles and they can submit their campaigns for the previous or the year. The, okay. And, um, we'll be selecting the best ones under specific categories and then asking them to present their case study at our annual award wow. ceremony. What's, what's like the criteria in the case study you look for? Um, so one is limited, small, small business, limited budget. And then another one is like most creative campaign. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I can't remember the other one, okay. but I can look it up and tell you guys. Yeah, that is yeah. interesting. interesting. I don't even remember interesting. which one I Can we stop under? the podcast and <laughs> yeah. go, uh, go submit <laughs> ASAP? Yeah. Hey, do you got a 10 spot? Maybe we could slip down. <laughs> yeah, right. Turn the camera off. A 10 spot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure a 10 spot will, will sway you enough. And get you lunch. Well, yeah, you, right? You yeah. do know some of the judges. So. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> we're in. It's we're true. already in. <laughs> Would we have a campaign? We have our own brand, Our City Coffee. I, th- I think we talked about that yeah. with you. We yep. met you. Mm-hmm. We had met at that event for like two minutes. I was telling Kayla, and then you were pulled away. You had a, a gazillion <laughs> mm-hmm. things you were doing. Well, she's the president. She's got a lot to do. Busy, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 We get it. Um, but we've done some campaigns. We've done some different things. Yeah, how long does a campaign have to be? Yeah, what is, it could be like one. It what could, is it one? It could be is one it? video. Oh, it doesn't okay. have yeah. to be okay. a multi-week or... Okay. Mine was like, from like one giveaway post that oh, okay. my client did. Interesting. And what's, what's the small budget criteria? Under... Under a million or something? Because we're... I mean, we <laughs> we're there. We're there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we have we're a, slightly under a, a certain number set for okay. the small budget, but limited budget okay. so yeah. I, I would i would say under a million would would not be limited budget in, okay. in this particular we, we would fit scenario <laughs> far below a million dollars yeah, yeah. So. For, i think for mine a was like 50 or something okay we're like yeah. 10 times that maybe yeah, <laughs> yeah. it depends which, which campaign it depends doing. on the yeah. campaign yeah. somewhere in that range yeah you guys okay. have creative campaigns though we've done some interesting different things like for we even if just looking at like what we've done with mma fighters and meet and greets and that kind of things. Those are things people aren't doing and different and it helps us get brand awareness and, you know, get people to the site and all that stuff. So maybe there's something we can pull together yeah. on that end. Yeah. You put together a sexy pitch, Timmy, and <laughs> Oh, I'm pitching? Well, yeah, of course right, you're I'm the pitch, pitch guy. All right, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, you'd be the pitch guy. Are you <laughs> kidding me? You think I'm going to be up there pitching? Yeah, shit? that's true. I'll, I can do stuff on camera all day, but then you put me in front of people. Like, you're our guy for yeah. that. All right. Anyway. All right. Back off of that. Uh, Lindsay, so... I know we talked, you're organic, you do, you've do. you done a lot in the paid space as far as uh, social media, which is stuff we have questions about. But how, how do you think from a paid perspective, and is it just fa- Facebook? Have you done anything on Twitter? Facebook, Instagram, but have you done anything on Twitter or anything like that? I have in the past. We're not actively doing much on Twitter right okay. now from a paid perspective. Why? Just don't like it? Just with our clients, they have limited okay. budget, so we don't recommend Twitter as a platform for them sure. specifically. Sure. Um, you know, if they're doing anything on Twitter, it's organic, just mm-hmm. posting content. A lot of content distribution sites, we like to use Twitter. We have a, a sports brand that we work with that's very active on Twitter. Um, sure. You know, Twitter becomes the second screen in a lot of, uh, you know, sp- MMA, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It's probably super active. I'm a huge soccer fan, so I use Twitter a lot during the soccer games. And when I watched This Is Us, like last night, <laughs> one of my favorite shows on TV. Yeah, <laughs> Lindsay loves Twitter. <laughs> I do like Twitter. I Kayla, love Twitter Kayla, too. ask Kayla about Twitter. Oh, she hates it. She, oh, we talked, talked about it last time. Within the first ten minutes, she's she like, likes, "I hate Twitter." Yeah, she likes yeah. Twitter to, to bitch about flights, is what she says. Yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> so a lot of people do go to Twitter for customer service to yeah. complain. Yeah, um, it's kind of a natural uh, habitat. I have clients that actually don't like to use Twitter because of that, just because, hey, all the, the feedback tends to be negative. Sure. Um, so a lot of times we're just putting up a message that says, hey, we're not active on Twitter. Come visit us on Facebook, email okay. our, our help site, something like that. Yeah. Okay. So when, when you're dealing with um, Facebook, Instagram ads, then how off or how much has it changed? So in the last like two, three years, how much has it changed how you spend money based on algorithms, algorithms and things that are changing from, from a Facebook, Instagram standpoint? Well, I would say two, three years ago, I wasn't even running Instagram ads. So Instagram is still pretty powerful from an organic perspective, but I'm seeing a lot more on the Instagram ad side. I mean, I ask a lot of people in my classes or students that I teach, how many of you have bought something that you've seen on Instagram for the first time? And like 80% of them will raise their hands. Hmm. So they're... The nice thing is the targeting is really good. So yeah. because we're all online now, we can really find people that are interested in the stuff that we're promoting. So for Instagram specifically, it's it's really nice to kind of get in there and you're in the feed and you're scrolling organically. And then it's like, boom, you see this ad for like a shirt where you don't have to wear a bra. And you're like, I need this in my life. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I would say definitely Instagram, um, kind of a younger demographic, like under 35, but it's also growing in like the 35 plus category too. So oh, I'm in the 35 plus category <laughs> pretty soon. Oh. I am too. Yeah. <laughs> kind of crazy. I got, I got three months or whatever. Where are we? October. Or October. Yeah. Three months. yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. 
Uh, um, where was I going? So with we're that? talking about ads. Question. Yeah. 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 Well, because I, I, I think about like how. What I was gonna help you out. You were talking about two or three years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. yeah. So we're you know we've we've worked with brands. We've done some paid stuff for mm -hmm. them. Now in the last since March. We started our first paid stuff that actually Ish. is coming out of our. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we started a little bit before that, but just curious as to like how much it's changed and and like from a perspective, brand perspective, if it's better, worse. So I would say it's better. Um, so here's the thing: with a brand now, you can launch your brand direct to consumer online. Yeah. Um, with a good ad strategy and good creative, and I think video is a really important part of that strategy because video tells your message. So you guys are in a really great space for that because mm -hmm. you can build out these brand awareness videos for your clients that they can then take, turn that creative over, turn it into a Facebook ad, an Instagram ad, do the right targeting and the right copywriting and then boom, they've reached the right potential customer. Sure. Now, what, I, what I've found is that, at least on our social, it seems as if now that we are paying and we are doing Facebook ads, Instagram ads, and now we're getting less engagement because of that on the non-paid on the organic mm -hmm. ones yeah. yeah yeah so i haven't heard anything specifically like facebook hasn't come out and said oh if you are oh, paying of course for they're not gonna say that shit <laughs> um so so i usually don't recommend promoting content on instagram unless it's for a specific purpose so sure so like the promote button that you yeah, see just yeah. like it's the same as like a facebook boosted post mm -hmm. uh, the only time we do that is if we're doing a giveaway so if we're doing a giveaway on instagram we want to give it some extra promotion so we will boost it because we know that we're going to get a certain amount of new followers from that so we want to use that as an opportunity to draw people into the profile hmm. um, other than that everything that we run for instagram ads specifically is all done through ads manager so are you guys running ads through yeah. ads manager yeah yeah yeah. Cool. yeah we haven't done any boosted or anything like that yeah. not no. in the past even nope right nope. no yeah all through the ads manager just trying to think if we did that for other brands i don't know if we had we haven't done Facebook paid stuff for other brands in a couple of years. Yeah, that's not that's not our. Probably that brand that was around here was the last time we did that. Yeah, no, we don't really do that. Yeah, and we would we would look to outsource that, and maybe now we can hey. we can come to you if if. What we I have a question too. Okay, go um, ahead, man. I got it. My turn. Um, as far as outside of Facebook, Instagram, have you done any like YouTube pre-roll and any success with those? We haven't done too much with YouTube pre-roll. We have some clients that are interested in it, but usually for the budgets that we're working within, we're not cutting pre-roll content for them. Okay. Um, so usually it's we're taking a video, like a one-minute About Us video, and we're putting it on Facebook, and we're putting it on Instagram, right. and then we're doing Google Ads too. So usually we're doing branded campaigns for Google Ads, so just having the client protecting their brand. So like if someone typed in business and BS, you guys would show up. Um, show up there and you know so your competitors aren't bidding you out on that particular yeah. keyword yeah yeah okay. which is crazy because you do see a lot of that people just mm -hmm. bidding you could type in business and bs and if people wanted to get ahead yeah. of us and pay for it they would just they could outbid yeah. us yeah which is kind of yeah that's kind of sucks I, I, that's the game. I've, I've heard of a, a handful of people saying youtube pre-roll youtube pre-roll is like that's the jam but we haven't experimented in that and i just was curious if you had yeah it's just it's a higher it's a higher cost yeah. so that's usually why we don't do it yeah what a uh, budget wise are you are you small businesses major businesses somewhere in between all of the above it ranges pretty drastically i would yeah. say with our clients like we have some clients that are spending hundreds of dollars a month some clients that are spending thousands some that are spending five figures so it just depends on per month on what their budget is sure so like kayla when you're when you have a brand that's cuz you work with you do only organic yeah so i do and then if yeah. someone wants to do pay it all have the girl that works with me um, or I'll contact Lindsay or somebody yeah. that I know that does paid. Are some of the brands you work with only organic? They don't do any paid stuff? Yeah. Okay. So how different do you approach a brand that's only organic as opposed to a brand that's organic and paid and you know you can put some money behind it? Well, everyone these days is real stuck on the numbers and they yeah, right. want yeah, followers yeah. and yeah, yeah. you know high numbers and I have to explain very straightforward when I start that organic is going to take a long time to grow. Sure. So if you want to run paid ads, that's something I can, you know, put you in touch with someone for. But organically, just keep in mind that unless we're doing giveaways or collabs or something, it's going to be very slow. But yeah. you want, you know, real followers that are going to turn into customers that are going to engage with your posts and purchase your products. Yeah. And we were talking last night on the on the, our long ride to West Hollywood. <laughs> Well, the uh, the bots that are like not 
allowed or not going through or whatever the term is canceled uh and how that's brought some of that down but then also you're engaging only with real people yeah well, essentially i mean you can still there's ways around it and they're constantly beating algorithms but now it's actually people yeah and i you know have, i've had clients that they'll tell me that the person that worked with them before bought their followers and so it's like okay so then All i right. have to kind of mm -hmm, cool. start from scratch but yeah, yeah um don't <laughs> buy bots ever. yeah I don't, i've never <laughs> been a fan of that i I, there's been a couple times where people have done things and the whole point of, of a bot is to get you know some sort of recognition for whatever you want to whatever you're doing and so that's also kind of worked a couple of times and then that's like all right maybe i'll soften on that stance of i don't like that shit but is what it is sometimes it works yeah and the other thing but, is people are realizing it now too so yeah. people are looking at your follower count and how many likes you have and yeah. how many people commented or a bot will comment and you'll respond something funny yeah, and yeah. they don't respond or whatever it might be. Yeah. So yeah. I, I remember we, it was three years ago. When did we do the USA Today project? Three years ago? We're getting into it like three years ago. Three yeah, November yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. I think it was 17. And, and we were looking for, it was a, a fitness health project. We did 90 videos on uh, like one minute tips and then stories on these influencers, athletes, yada, yada. And so we're trying to like, we knew a handful of people, but you know, we didn't know 65 people to make those videos for so we would go in or i would go in and look for people with followings and people that i thought could be a cool story and then you know I'd, it, it, that was just the beginning where people were like oh well, following isn't everything like just because you have fifty-five thousand followers or a million followers like that doesn't matter but still some of those people were getting paid to do stuff because some brands weren't they just didn't get they're like oh 54 000 followers and i'm clearly thinking of one person specifically yeah uh <laughs> Who would, who would get like, you know, 300 likes and two comments on her stuff. And it'd be like, and I can't one was she's... probably hashtags. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But now, you know, that's, you can sniff through that easily. Yeah. Like when we look to work, when we're working with a brand and they want to work with somebody, the first thing we're doing is looking at their engagement. Like even for us in our coffee company, uh, there's, um, not that they're listening to this shit anyway, who cares? <laughs> but so like there's one agency and I talked to the guy and the athletes he's working with, like, or wants us to work with, have zero engagement, and their shit is all boring. They're good-sized like, athletes, too. Good, like yeah. like well-known people. Yeah. Like, if you follow the NFL a little, you know who some of these guys are. And their engagement's terrible because they post the same shit that everyone else posts. And the, there's the no... Getty images that they just Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. 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 There's no depth to what they're doing. They're not doing anything that's going to draw people to care more about them than anybody else. Except maybe they're playing well or they're not. So like they're not building that. It's that if and if they're playing well, cool. If not, who cares? They're probably also just posting and running too instead of posting sure. and going in and engaging sure. with their followers. For sure. Yeah. And I, I talked to the, the agent dude and I was like, if I didn't say it like this, but essentially like if, if your athletes were like some of my fitness friends, they'd all be millionaires off the field because they hustle and they actually do stuff on Instagram. And, and I also I know these athletes have plenty of time. The NFL, you you watch film, you work out, you practice, and that's like let's call it eight hours a day at the most, and your families and stuff. But they have time to be engaging. An hour a day, and yeah, yeah. And thirty minutes yeah. to be commenting back to people and like, oh my god, you're my favorite, whatever. Hey, thanks, appreciate you. Like yeah. that's a big damn deal. That's something they're gonna screenshot and and send to ten buddies or post on their Instagram or their Instagram story. Yeah, like that becomes a deal for those people. Well, then there's the whole, and I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this too, but there's the whole rumor that Instagram's going to remove the likes. Mm -hmm. So if I go look at yeah. your profile, I can't see the likes, but I can see the comments. Sure. But you can see it from your end. Yeah. So all these influencers that maybe are paying for things, it's going to be interesting to see their profile because you're going to have to gauge by the followers and the comments. Sure. Yeah. And you can see. 800,000 followers and four comments. It's not yeah. going to look good. And they did do that in Toronto. or yeah. Was it Toronto? yeah, it's live in Canada and Brazil. All right over now. Canada. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think there's about seven countries right now where it's live. Oh, wow. okay. I, I have confirmation from someone in Brazil and someone in Canada that it's live. What do they say? Do people they like said, it? They said they can't they can see their own likes. So yeah. let's say you guys like my photo, which I hope you like my content. All yeah. Of yeah. <laughs> All of them. Um, I would be able to see that you liked it, but um, Kayla looking at my profile would not be able to see any likes. She would just be able to see the number of comments. So 
I think that a lot of it is about building a connection with your audience and, yeah. and having conversations. So one thing that I've done and look to do with our clients is start a conversation through the caption. So asking a question to the audience, yeah. having them or to your followers or to your community, to your tribe, whatever you call them. Yeah. Um, uh, what does Pat, Pat Flynn call his Flynnatics or mm. people have like names for their fans. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but asking them a question, getting them involved in the conversation, having them be part of it. And then what I do is I try and go in and I answer, I, I respond to everyone. I try and for the, some, the brand or person or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. The, the, I'm just talking from my personal too, but also okay, from the yeah. brand as a best practice. We always do that too, course, like making yeah. sure we like and comment. But I think that's something that's changing. I know just for me in the last year, the comments on my personal profile have increased dramatically since I've kind of started to implement this and ask questions. And I've grown a nice community of, of moms and business owners on my personal profile. Sure. People that live in the South Bay, like 1% of my audience is in Hermosa Beach, which is crazy. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> crazy to see Hermosa show up as a top, top location for me on my insights. but. You know, and that, that's really cool because I spend, like Kayla mentioned, like going in and, you know, not posting and running, but going in and engaging. Like, I'm pretty active in the community. You know, I go to the gym here. I post photos at the gym. I do races. I go in and I engage with everyone who posts after that race and comment. And it's kind of cool because I've gotten to meet people through that, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, it's crazy to me that, that not everybody does that. Not everyone like, thinks to do it though. Like I think as yeah. marketers for us, it's second nature. Like, sure. yes, this is, you have to be involved. You have to show up. Yeah. And I think other people just think, well, I am showing up, I'm posting and then I'm going on with my day. But that's, that's not what Instagram is all about. It's about right. building a community. And it, that's cool to post. But if I say like, Hey, I love that sweater you're wearing or whatever that is. My top. nice, my nice black old sweater? Navy sweater. <laughs> I love that sweater. And then you're just not going to respond to me saying, I love that sweater. Like just, just as like a human. Right element if i walk by in the street and i say hey good morning and then you just look away like you well I mean, you get that a lot in la you will get that in la but <laughs> anywhere else you're not going to get there in new york yeah but most places they're going to be like good morning and and acknowledge that you acknowledged me mm -hmm. but you do see that a lot on instagram where people just they might even just like the comment like that stuff drives me nuts when people yeah and and one thing too i always tell my students is hey if you're going to take the time to engage with me on my profile or my business profile i will go in and i will engage with you on your content. So I'll go in and look and see what you're up to because to me, that's a reminder like, oh, what are you guys up to? I haven't heard from you guys in a while because I don't always see everything in the feed. So if I sure. see someone's comment pop up on my, on my picture, then I'm like, oh, I need to go see what they're up to. I haven't seen a story from them in a while. What have yeah. they been doing? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people don't, they don't engage like that though. Like when, we, when I look at the athletes or the, um, some of the MMA people, it's it's such an easy way to do that. There's people all over their comments. Like it would be so easy for them to engage that community, grow it so fast, and they just have no idea. And there's mm -hmm. no from an agency level, nobody's telling them that. Now this is again just athletes. Yep. And generally speaking, there's some that are phenomenal at it too. But yeah, I think personal brands are hard too because you can't always just hire an agency or someone to manage it for you yeah. because that's your voice. Yep. So yeah. I think that although a lot of people tricky. do that too. Yeah. They do, for sure. <laughs> and then you can clearly tell that it's not them speaking and commenting back to people. One thing that Lindsay said in, it might have been her first class that I took, but it stuck with me and it's something that I'll still tell my clients, but social media is all about being social. Yeah. So you have to like right? engage mm -hmm. and then the bots happened and that kind of cut down on a lot of it and people are like, oh, my, my engagement dropped and it's like... <laughs> Yeah. Are you engaging? Right. Okay. Yeah. Do you, for for your clients that you work with, are you engaging, or that depends on what you're doing? Because I know that obviously there's time constraints and there's yeah, it depends you on you know like what package they get. But I always push that with organic. That's you know engagement, giveaways, um, yeah. stories because those are getting better engagement than some of the actual posts. So just depends on their budget and what they want now the and as we talked about last night too the the bots have not moved to the stories so your instagram stories look like you got yeah, a million inflated people. Yeah. yeah interesting how they can switch and move things around people are smart these yeah people mm -hmm. um uh do you do outward engagement so like for us like when we're like our city coffee i'll go on and and 
But like we're working with a UFC fighter right now, and I'll go on one of her top competitors will or two of the top competitors will fight this Saturday night. So I'll be all over like the UFC's page and people that are involved in MMA and mixed martial arts and might have an interest in what we're doing there. Do you do a lot of that stuff too? Yeah, and you know the types of hashtags that you use, you want to engage through those too because those are going to be the types of people that you want to follow the account. Sure. Yeah. Um, going and seeing who your competitors are, looking at who's following them, following some of those people and engaging on their page. Yeah. Nah, see, yeah. I'm I'm out of the hashtag game. I think I we, oh, yeah. about, we started to talk about it once. I don't. I, I feel like it it shows us up. It shows us as being spammy. Now I don't know if that's the case. That's just how I feel. Well, what are you saying on the hashtags? Like, uh, are you talking about commenting or put, like liking content from hashtags? Like he doesn't Comment, use a lot of hashtags. Don't, don't use. Yeah, I'll go in and still talk to people in certain hashtags, but not not hashtag a photo that we post or a video that we post. I don't know if that has to do with being like a spammy or maybe it's because it's it's not like it's too many. We would do five to ten typically, something like that. And it's not like it's the the major million million plus um, comments in that in that hashtag. It'd be like the sixty to one hundred thousand would be a couple, and then two hundred fifty to five hundred thousand range ish, generally speaking. And I just felt like it it went down, but maybe that's also timed up with how the algorithm changed things a couple months back too. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to hashtags, I mean, hashtags are how people discover you. Yeah. So you do want to use them and you're not being spammy because you're essentially just saying, this is the type of content I'm posting about and I'm going to tag it with these particular hashtags so people can find me. Yeah. Just like you're going out and engaging with MMA fighters and UFC fighters, it's that same thing. Like you want to be discovered, so you want to use hashtags that are relevant to the content that you're posting. Right. But then you also have to have a strategy within that, like, you know, hashtag... Uh, martial arts, I, I have no idea how many posts that has. Um, Probably gazillion. Yeah. <laughs> but like hashtag martial arts, let's look it up real quick. Uh, I would say using them on Facebook is spammy. Nobody uses them. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, no, I, and I don't mean like it It looks spammy or 7.6 million yeah, so, martial yeah, arts. So, yeah, so don't use Yeah, so 7.6 <laughs> million, it's, it's saturated at this yeah. point. So it's, you know, it's not something that I would use. But then if you look in Instagram, you see related hashtags. And so I see martial arts life and that's got... 321,000 so that might be something that that's more specific Mm -hmm. so so you want to get more specific but then also use hashtags that have enough traction that you can potentially be discovered sure sure and maybe it was the ones we we were using maybe that's what it was i didn't feel like it looked spammy i didn't mind that like that you know we could hide that part but i felt like the algorithm was pinging us as like hey you guys are trying to just pull a quick one on us by using this hashtag shit and we're gonna take you from 25 likes to 22 likes or whatever you know we were just starting too it's not like we had a gazillion followers we still don't i think we have like 700 followers so it's not like that big of a difference but if i i noticed it a noticeable change to go to drop a little bit and then since then it feels like it's gone up until we started paying and then it went back kind of down depending on the post i mean some are really good some aren't great yeah, and it'll also depend on the type of content that you engage with on your profile too. So yeah. like for me, um, I'm just going to talk from my personal profile perspective. I post a lot of content about being gluten-free and health fit, health and fitness and bloggers and things like that. So over time, because I'm engaging with those hashtags so regularly, I start to feel like I know the people that are part of that community because sure, I see yeah. them, they're showing up consistently in like the top spots and recent posts and then I'll, at some point, like, hey, I'm gonna start following you and I'm commenting on your stuff and I'm seeing who you are. So it's like, you just become part of that community too. And sure. I've discovered a lot of people through hashtags, like, you know, a lot of a lot of times, like I'll do like hashtag, and this was kind of back in the early days of Instagram, but like hashtag gluten-free, you know, wasn't so saturated, hashtag Whole30. Mm-hmm. I mean, Whole30 has basically exploded on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so now if I'm using something like that, I won't use Whole30 as a hashtag because it's too saturated, mm. but I'll use something I'll tell like... Melissa. I'll tell Melissa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, she can use it though. I mean, yeah, she's yeah, a yeah. creator, course, co-creator. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but hashtag like Whole30 recipes or something like gotcha. that. Hashtag Whole30 September, you know, and it'll be interesting to see where this goes over the next couple of years too, yeah. because as more people post and post content and they're using these hashtags and we're going to have to get creative with hashtags in the future too. Yep. Maybe Instagram will wipe them out at some point. I don't know. I feel like sometimes yeah. they do like you'll find what? one that seems super general, but it doesn't have as many posts as you would think. You think they just chopped oh, it yeah. done. Co- hashtag coffee start, gone. Start from zero. <laughs> get out again, of here. Yeah. 
Hashtag yeah. coffee coffee cup emoji yeah, yeah. right yeah. yeah that's what it like if you go coffee coffee's got it oh uh, i'm sure there's i'm sure it's triple. a gazillion 116 million yeah now if you go coffee hashtag coffee emoji 168,000. Yeah. reasonable amount mm. anyway uh i think I'll, I'll get back on hashtags i'll get you're getting back in the game yeah yeah i just got soured I get soured on Instagram from time to time because well, you're also a huge so skeptic too of of most things. Oh, I'm a skeptic. If like one yeah, thing, like well, why didn't yeah, tank. why didn't we have 15 likes over 10 likes or whatever? And you're like, fucking algorithm. Let's go after <laughs> yeah. them. Let's sue them. Instagram yeah. got something. <laughs> yeah. just, they yeah. got our 500 bucks yeah. on that ad. Now they want more. Those yeah. bastards. Hey, they uh, locked me out for like two weeks for no I'm, reason. I'm I'm. Current. But you got a new phone out of it. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's why I got the new iPhone 11. Oh, hey. I didn't know that. How do you I didn't like know that at all turned into that. Do what? How do you like the 11? Oh, I love it. Yeah. The camera's great. How how much of a step up, though, from the last one? Did you have a 10 or what did you have? Before? Yeah. 10X or 10 10? Uh, um, whatever the hell they were. 10S, X? I think it was an S. Okay. The camera's way better. Way better than 10? Wow. Okay. I still don't think it's as good as Android. They have a better camera from okay. what I've heard, but it's pretty good. Good to know. Hmm, I think I'm sold. Yeah, oh, you need a new phone. Yeah, I need a new phone. Yeah, you do. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm suspended on Twitter right now as we speak. From, you yeah, from a I was just I was <laughs> just rant. Like, what off. did you do? Fuck Twitter. Fuck so, Jack. Yeah. So what I did was from a workout video from February of 2016. What? Yes, I just got pinged for something from 2016, like February 2nd. They're cleaning. Well, so that it? I uh, some music I didn't have the rights to play. I don't, I mean, like, I'm not the first one to put music on a workout video, by the way. And I, that was my third strike or whatever. And all from the same thing, all from three, four, five years ago. Like, just way, way in the way back a couple of years ago. And now all of a sudden, now they're hitting me for it, which I don't, the, the first two I got, I was able to, like, take it down. But for some reason, this third one, they won't let me take it down. And so I assume they're going to bring me back up and then they're just going to hit me again for old videos. I'll just get flagged and I'll get booted. You should go ahead and pull them now. <laughs> I don't. I don't even like. How would I? I probably have twenty five thousand tweets. I'm gonna have to go back ten thousand tweets and just start deleting shit. Like I don't. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> All that being said, I love Twitter. Uh, I know you don't. I know you don't. <laughs> so, and we were talking about this last night too with our city coffee and working with some of these MMA athletes. They have bigger followings. These the three we've worked with so far. There are two we've worked with. One we're currently working with. One's got what's Rose on Twitter? Like a million? Yeah, about a million. A million. The other one's at at three fifty. I think Ben was at the time and yeah, Cowboys Cerrone's at six hundred k. And we had we started with like nine followers when we did the first one, like literally nine followers. And we had, I think our reach was like two hundred and seventy or something the first month. Two hundred seventy k. That is, and you know, reach doesn't necessarily mean shit, but we would get. Uh, we got a, a lot of profile looks and then link clicks through that as well because we were able to talk to people, have conversations with people that we knew were directly, uh, directly gave a shit about the person we were talking about. So that's why I like Twitter. That's my, that's my spiel on Twitter. Uh, but you don't do any sort of paid stuff, but you had in the past. A little bit, a little, a little bit, bit with Lee Jen on Twitter. And didn't love it. No, it was, effect, it was, effect, I mean, it was like, effective for that, the particular campaign that we were doing. Okay. But, um, you know, for me, I love Twitter as well. Um, I love Instagram more, actually. Yeah. But, um, I'm still sour I feel on so Instagram. left out. I've, yeah. I've been using Twitter for over 10 years now. I feel very old. Me too, yeah. yeah. She's got a good following on there, too. It's one yeah. of the first million followers there. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I love it. And I, what I like about Twitter. How do you Twitter, know that? How do you know that? Uh, there was something a while back that showed you like what huh. what number you were when you signed up. I I, I, I was yeah. I was an early adopter to to Twitter. So. I think I was like oh eight. I think I was oh seven, but yeah, I, I didn't 07. do anything from oh seven to. Yeah. Uh, well, you guys beat me. Anyway, go, <laughs> go ahead. Um, yeah, so I mean, I think with Twitter for me, like you were saying, it's conversation. So. Yeah. Um, in terms of lead gen, like we've done some paid advertising there. We're just like doing lead gen on Twitter and it's, it's done well, but a lot of our clients, when they have limited budget, Twitter is usually not yeah. where we look to do things. Sure. So. Now you, you work with like health and fitness sports type stuff. Are you gearing up for new year's resolutions kind of things or 
Oh yeah. It's going to be for a lot of our clients. That'll be the busiest time of the year. Like basically January, it'll spike new year's resolutions. Like everyone wanting Mm -hmm. to lose weight, get healthier, change their lifestyle. And then that'll, that'll peak in January and February. And then it starts to taper off around March. So what will you, what now are you doing to prep for that beginning? So right now we're prepping for holiday. So, so before that, um, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, my, so my buddy T Mac, who, who's been on here before, he, he has a 20 minute workout program and that's his, his thing. Mm-hmm. So he, he, what he did, and this is the first time I saw anyone do it. He'll run a challenge right after Thanksgiving. So he gets that month and five weeks, whatever that is, five weeks before new year's, he gets ahead of everybody else who starts to really pump in like early mid December. Yep. Yeah. I usually see it start to spike like last week in December. So that's kind of when, sure. when people start to think about it and things like that. So um, yeah, that, that's that's coming quick. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> Cyber Monday, Black Friday, holidays, yeah. Q1. Yeah. yeah. It's knocking on the door. All right, do you guys see any other brands that want other platforms? I know yesterday you talked Pinterest a little bit. Are there any other platforms you see like other brands want to be on or you think they should be on? I mean, Pinterest for sure if you have content. So if you're producing blog content or anything that you want traffic back to your website. So yeah. we work with a lot of brands that that have product and they we, they do recipe development. So mm-hmm. here's how you could make this salad using our sun-dried tomatoes. Like for one of our clients, um, they're called Fruit Bliss. They do rehydr- rehydrated fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also make these sun-dried tomatoes that are amazing. Yeah. So good. Um, <laughs> so good. So they, they could go in salads or we've seen people do focaccia bread with them and we also work with influencers to do recipe development for them. And then as part of that scope of work, they'll post on Instagram, they'll post on their own blog, and then they'll give us the content to put on the Fruitless blog. So right now we're working on their Pinterest profile. So we're gonna be creating pins for all of that blog content, all of the main pages, all the product pages on their site, so that they have a really nice, nicely dialed Pinterest profile. Mm-hmm. And then we will experiment with some promoted pins as well for that. Mm. We haven't done Pinterest. We've done either. nothing on Pinterest. However, okay, I feel like a coffee brand would do okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does, I mean, Pinterest, probably. Any, anything where you're something that's save worthy, right? So something that I want to go back and I want to make this recipe this weekend mm-hmm. or um, like I... I want my house to look like this. I want to paint my walls this color. I like this floor. Um, I'm going to save this. Or like for me, when I was planning my wedding, Pinterest was huge. Like, oh, here's some inspiration sure. and things I like. Mm-hmm. And just kind of, it's it's really like a digital pin board. Um, like, you know, kind of the old school. You guys can all remember like cutting yeah. things out of magazines and like mm-hmm. putting Pat, it on Pat your still does that. Yeah. 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 Vision board. I made a vision board recently. Really? Yeah, nice. <laughs> Uh, my girl was all over Pinterest. Uh, not she would Google it, but then get Pinterest stuff for our baby room, and it would be mm-hmm. yeah, you know sense. I and want it's this so and that. Cute. It is very cute. <laughs> and it turned out well. Uh, I I didn't have any say on it, and just whatever you want to do, do it. So she just went through and she had a gazillion different looks, and she was like, "What do you think about this?" What do you think? Just do whatever you want to do. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want for the answer. baby works. Yeah. yeah, perfect. I'm cool with this. So you've done you've done some influencer stuff. I'm sure you've done some good stuff and some that hasn't been as positive. How do you vet the specific influencers? And do you do that yourself or someone else within like what you do or how do you, yeah. how do you make that happen? Yeah. So a lot of people ask me like, is there a tool I can use to find influencers? Yeah. And like, I heard a stat like recently, like 80% of marketers find influencers just through searching on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how we do it as well. So just, like the methods I mentioned earlier with hashtags and things like that. That's yeah. that's how we're finding influencers. But then also I'm in a unique situation because I also create content. So I have my my health and fitness blog, fitandawesome.com, yeah. um, where I've worked with brands in the past and I'm part of that community as well. So I know who's who's doing content that's resonated with people and then maybe who's not so effective or, you know, maybe like I see someone that overnight their following's gone from twenty four thousand to like fifty thousand. I'm like, hmm. How the hell did this happen? But your like <laughs> stayed the same. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's funny. What yeah. goes on? Um, so I feel like I have a good, you know, nose for kind of seeing like, or all right, this is legit or this is not. But then having that said, there's stuff that surprises me all the time. Like we'll go into an engagement with an influencer, and I'll maybe think, oh, okay, this be interesting to see how it performs and it doesn't perform at all 
Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it doesn't fit with their audience or whatever, or someone that I don't think is going to perform ends up killing it on the affiliate side. Um, so yeah. that's also something that we look to layer on with influencer engagements that we do is, um, you know, offer a code to your audience and then we'll pay you a percentage of the purchases that sure. you generate through your link. Yeah. Um, how, so th- how hands-on are you with the messaging for them? Or do you say, hey, here's here's two, three talking points, and then you put it in your voice? Yeah, so we're real big on giving influencers their you know creative freedom of to, course, to yeah. do all those things. Um, we want it to be authentic to their audience, and they know you know, they know what's going to perform, what's not. Usually they can say, yeah, my audience will like this or my audience won't. So usually what we do um, on the LTM side is we'll draft brand messaging points. So we'll say, here are the key points, things that we want you to consider in your content, and then it's up to them. Include these hashtags, make sure you put this proper disclosure. I mean, disclosures are huge too. Um, And then we let them do whatever they want at that point. Do Do you approve it first? It depends. So sometimes they'll send it to us in advance and say, hey, we just want you to take a look at this and approve it. I always appreciate that um, because then we don't have to look at something when it's live and say, oh, they didn't use that right word or they said, um, you know, they said dried fruit and we don't want them to say that. So, um, you know, those are things that we can catch um, if we can approve the content in advance. But having that said, if they don't want to send it to us in advance, we don't push them either. We just let them let them do it, and if it's something that we really need them to change, we'll let them know, and usually they're pretty good about it. That's good. Do you ever do organic, free stuff with, is that technically organic if you're working with like an influencer, like a, a micro-influencer, you might say? Yeah, so. Where you just send them free products and yeah. hope, hope that they're gonna post or talk about it? So with Coconut Cloud, we do that because okay. they have a smaller budget, so we try to work with people that will create recipes for us. And one time we put together this huge ebook and so we had three different smaller influencers working with us and they just got a ton of product. Um, And obviously, you know, we wanna make sure people are taken care of for their time. So if it's something a little larger, we'll try to make it fit within a budget if they need to be paid. But for the most part, we try to do product in exchange for posts. How do you go about that ask? I mean, just sending a message, letting them, you know, like you want to engage on their page and not just send them a cold Mm, message. So we'll start by doing that and then sending them a message, letting them know we like their page. We'd love for them to try our product list, you know, the benefits and why we think they would like it and see if they'd be interested in a collab. And usually they're like, yeah, your product looks great. Or they're like, well, it costs this much for a post and a story and we'll try to make it work. Yeah. We did uh, this brand called Unic- uh, it's Unico Nutrition, but they had unicorn bars, and so we it was kind of a separate but not necessarily brand. They, we had two different Instagram pages, and they handled the Unico part of it. We handled the unicorn bars, and I did the same thing where I sent out you know bars, and they like looked cool. Uh, of the eight pack or twelve pack, like two of them had a unicorn um, like the, a the bars. So like yeah. It was a- yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, like, like yeah, it was very, and it was bright, <laughs> and colorful, Instagrammable. Yeah. yeah. So, I sent it out to, I think, 50 people, and like 35 of them posted something about yeah, it, like that's on stories. Great. Yeah. Because, and, and obviously, we vetted them and talked to them and said, hey, can we send this out? We think it'd be a great fit. Maybe there's something else. If, you know, if this could be a fit for you, maybe there's just, uh, you know, a paid type deal on the back end with us. And it worked out pretty well. And some of those people had like, one girl had like 220,000 followers. We got a handful of followers and people from us. I they haven't been. They ended up not. They they had an issue with. Um, he probably has never talked about, it, but like a, a bigger company came down and said you can't sell it the way you're selling it, and they ended up closing that part of the biz. Um, Copyright but, infringement. Yeah, they claim. But 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 bullshit. No, nah, like it was a big, big corporation. Bully. Yeah, just saying. That's yeah. what it was. Shut it down. I mean, thirty-five out of fifty is really good. Um, yeah. You know, that's something, too, that we look at if, if we're doing, we have a lot of clients who say, we'll send product, but we don't want to necessarily pay for promotion. Sure. Um, and we usually say, okay, well, if we're going to do that, then we want a certain percentage of those people to post, but we can't guarantee anything. So we call mm-hmm. that earned, earned promotion, earned media. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, what's, I, a, what's a good percentage, do you think? I mean, I usually shoot for about 30%, 35%. So you guys were way way we above average it. you we guys get two yeah. gold stars for yeah. that yeah um but it sounds like it was an instagram uh, instagrammable yeah. product and i think that also helps because 
all of these influencers, they want content. They yeah, want yeah. they want to promote it, and it's if it's something that's cool and catches their eye, and they're they're not being like forced to do it. Because like if someone says, "Oh, I'm gonna send you," like I had a brand once tell me, "Oh, I'm gonna send you some some snacks." And those snacks are probably the retail value of it. it's like twenty bucks for mm-hmm. like four packs, and they're like, "And we need you to post on this day and in this order." And okay. These messages, I was like, no, yeah, no, like that's that's. But if you want to send me stuff and I, if I like it, like sure, I'll post about it. So yeah, it's like you really have to be able to kind of it just just like Kayla said, like being social. Like, how do you interact with someone in real life? Like, would you be like, hey, I'm gonna give you this cup of coffee, <laughs> but you have to post about me and you have to tag me <laughs> yeah. and you have to tag the co- you have to tag our city coffee yeah. and all these things. You'd be like. That's too much work. Like, yeah, right? I'll go buy my own coffee. Yeah, things. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it becomes a hassle. The yeah. other thing we try to do too is like with Coconut Cloud, they have eleven point six thousand followers now, and it's all through organic social. So mm-hmm. we try to use that as well. So if it's a blogger, hey, if you like create a recipe we'll and put you it on your blog, thing. we'll put it in our email marketing. We'll feature it on our page. We'll put the post on there. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like. You sense. scratch my back, right? Type uh-huh. thing. Yeah, so you, that's that's huge when you do start to build a following and yeah. and people see that. We don't have that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you that. and you also influencers want to be seen by brands too. So yeah, like we'll see a lot of organic content where people just tag a brand that's we're working with because they just they want us to repost it because then they get traction within yep. that audience yep. and then you build that way too. So I think that if you have a product that people love it's a lot easier to get that organic promotion. Sure, sure. And like like you said too, like they need content. So when we would send those those bars, we would do, we'd send them a box of bars, which 12 bars or whatever it was, and then write a note. And it had a, it was a unicorn card on each of them. And, yeah. I, and I would write. I want to see a picture poem. of this card. I, don't, <laughs> I want to see a picture of I wonder of the if bar. I still have it somewhere. Yeah. No, they discontinued. They're out. You could probably, yeah. at unicorn bars, it's probably still alive though. You can go look at it. Oh. But it, it would be roses are red, violets are blue, Kayla likes organic marketing. We do too. Happy, you know, like, but every everything started rose are red, violets are blue, and then I tie into something specifically to them. Okay. So th- they would post, they would have like a three to five Instagram story post because of it, because they would be like, oh, I got a box, cool, next. Oh, thank you, unicorn bars, or unico- unicorn bars. Then it would be, look at this cute note, and then it would be like something stupid with, you know, but it would, like, it wouldn't just be the one thank you. A lot of the people did a couple which leads to more people watching and more engagement and more followers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it ended up being a pretty solid organic marketing pitch for us. Yeah, it sounds like Didn't it. say the company, though. <laughs> no. So I guess it no. wasn't that great. Company went under. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't make a million bucks yeah. from it, so so they're out. But they did get bullied. It, uh, we did, uh, or I talked to a company probably uh, about a year ago and talking about like followers and people who, who have a good job of uh, the messaging behind it. And this, it was a, it was a CBD company, not replace CBD. So F them. Yep. Not uh, interested. Yeah. Not interested, but they work with a lot of MMA athletes and MMA and CrossFit are their two big markets. And, and some of the names were really big, like million follower type people. The best person they had was a, was an MMA uh, announcer analyst because she would take the time to talk about the products why it works when she does it. It wasn't just like, hey, thanks for sending me this. I clearly got paid for it. If anyone yeah. gives a shit, here's a code. But she would take the time to break it down and it would be authentic within like her day. Just got done working out. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna rub this on or I'm gonna later in the day she's she's doing the what do you what do you call those things, Kayla? Under the tongue. The drops. The drops. Oh, yeah. I was like, what? A, a face mask? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what that motion was, <laughs> yeah. though. I wasn't yeah, sure clear. what that was either. Tongue up. You put it underneath the tongue. Anyway, but she was the best one. She had, uh, I want to say, like 27,000 followers on Instagram. And she was dominating the people. The one guy I'm thinking of with a million and, and a couple that were 100,000 plus. Just not even close, number wise. So I have a friend, she's really big in the fitness industry and sometimes I'll use her to help me with a giveaway for a client, but she's really great because she won't promote a product she doesn't believe in. And then when she posts about it, she talks about the benefits of why. So she did something with um, an old CBD client I had for, it was a sparkling water. Okay. And so she posted the benefits of CBD and why she likes it and what she uses it for. And then we did a giveaway and 
Um, the giveaway actually did really well, and they got a lot of sales from it, which was kind of interesting. But cool. um, I'm not really sure what happened with that account. Sure. <laughs> but, but it's cool that that's how she – so she talks about it that way, and she's not just like, hey, I'm giving away this product. God, I hate that. You yeah. know, comment below. That. She, yeah. like, puts a whole – a bunch of information on why you might enjoy it too yeah all right i don't i hate that when it's when it's clearly you know just like thanks so much in the in the comment but the picture where they're you know they're like working out and then like all the products are lined up in front of it just that's one of my like pet peeves like i know that you're not doing <laughs> this whole workout and you just happen to line up 10 products right there like be authentic within it and then the the picture the video and, yeah you guys should sit with Pat when he goes through Instagram and just oh, <laughs> I have see like, the smoke I want the coming commentary. from you. Yeah. yeah, I have too much <laughs> shit like that. Or I just like that shit just really irks him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's tough too. Like I see a lot of influencers who are like, oh, I'm gluten free, I'm dairy free, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this diet, and then they're like, oh, cool, um, milk company, you want to sponsor me? Sure, I'll post about yeah, you. And then yeah. it's yeah. like, what? What is that like? So I think that's that's frustrating too because I see a lot of influencers, they they want to do this full time and so yeah. they need to earn money and I could see how it's very temp tempting when a company that maybe isn't something that you necessarily believe in or would use yourself comes to you and is like, hey, here's a nice amount of money to promote it on your feed and you do it, but then you lose that credibility with your audience. So it's like what what value are you providing i think you know and I'll, I'll give a shout out here too to someone who i think is very real online um she's an influencer that was on a panel that i moderated at blog her health earlier this year and her name is shut the kale up have you guys yeah, heard of her yeah yeah she's great. and i i watch her stories almost every day um i've been a fan of hers for a while but just when i met her i was like i i feel like i know you because mm -mm. you know i watch your stories all the time she's like you do know me. That's that's who I am. She's very real and she's very particular about who she works with. And she just launched um, a mask with um, Co Coco Kind, Coco Kind skincare. Okay. And she did a shut the kale up mask, and she it seemed like she sold a lot of product. I mean, I don't I don't know, but she was posting her feed. All these you know, she's got a very loyal following, and they're all like holding up her mask and showing themselves with a mask on it. And I was like, that that is what an authentic following will get you. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, she doesn't do stuff like that every so often. So I think that that, it's kind of when you do have an opportunity like that and you've built, built that authenticity with your audience, then you can really move the needle on promotions when you do do them. Sure, I got a, a friend who's like 30, I've talked about it like three times on here, Daniel Pacenti, and she's got 30, two or three thousand followers i don't know what like not huge but not nothing and when she posts she'll get 150 comments every time she posts because the stuff she and she'll have this like blog every instagram post it's long as shit and you'll probably have the people read it half don't but she gets great engagement because you can tell she gives a shit and then on her instagram mm -hmm. story she takes you behind every day what she's doing and she's messing around with her husband Maddie and they're doing funny and cool and different stuff than what you see with a lot of the people who are posting the same old shit. It's like different, different daily and, and it's truly showing her behind the scenes story of what goes on in a day. Yeah. yeah. We get hit up a lot f with Coconut Cloud for influencers that want to work with us yeah. and I'll, staying on brand with what Lindsay had said, I'll never forget someone had reached out and the page was, he must have been a fashion influencer, or, but he would just sit there and hold a product and make a post about it. Yeah. And it was like, that doesn't really seem like the right fit. And it was, <laughs> okay. you know, $5,000 for a post. Okay. Okay. And so we were okay. like, um, I think we need to pass. Yeah. But he was doing his own outreach? No, it was an agency. Oh, okay. Did you, did you uh, this round you just said that, that milk thing. Uh, Ariana Grande did the collab with Starbucks. That, yeah, that, I think that, I saw that, that other coffee company. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bleep that name. Yeah, Starbucks. Uh, and it, the collab was for like I think it was like a unicorn. Yeah. What a frappe sugar shit, whatever it was. <laughs> sugar shit. Yeah, <laughs> but there's milk in it, and it was like you dumbass. Like you're you're vegan and you're talking about being vegan. By the way, the drink you just helped helped create or at least sign the contract on is not vegan. So like there's this was like six months ago and there's yeah. a huge backlash on that. 
because it was like obviously this isn't vegan like you're not doing any sort of research you just signed on the dotted line and made your millions of bucks yeah. i put you got to put that on the manager <laughs> well yes yeah but at the end of the day like just ask the question hey is this vegan like yeah. all that shit that's in it i mean i don't think that's that difficult to i do. wonder if they could have made a dairy free one there was I don't some, drink that stuff. So I don't, I don't either. Yeah. But there, I saw the explanation as to why they couldn't specifically for that, like something in the the frappe. I don't, I don't know. But I just drink coffee. I like the good shit. That's why we have good shit. <laughs> but it was something in it. it was like milk based, and you couldn't. I don't. Know, whatever. Couldn't use something. But yeah. Vegan. So they they did it, and they moved forward with a non vegan product for the vegan. Yeah, the vegan community is very passionate oh, on Instagram. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and by the way, if you're in there, don't not be vegan then, too. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what she makes for something like that. <laughs> Did you see that video? Seven, that eight, eight, the four. vegan. Yeah. It was a vegan influencer, and she was caught at the airport eating a hamburger. No. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Ah, people are the best. Oh, man. Yeah. What was it? What was her name? Do you remember? I don't remember. Mm, I'll, I'll find it. it. Yeah, you guys can put it in the show. We'll notes. tag it. Yeah. We'll just yeah. we'll cut this out. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and then clip that. Hey, remember when this person did this? <laughs> There's yeah. so many people like that that yeah. just aren't what they say they are, and yeah. that's that's everywhere. That's that's for us. We see it in sports and athletics, and you know, I've had coaches that were like that, and people and fitness, fashion. That's all. Like some people are good, some people are not. What they are. Yeah. That's why I don't like the. I don't want my son or people like that, like nieces and nephew to idolize people they don't know because you don't know them and you don't know what they really are just because they portray and they act as something in public doesn't mean they're like that at all yeah that's why when i talk with potential clients i'm not going to tell you something just to get the money yeah like i'm going to be very i had someone that had asked they were like you know we're asking this to everybody but how many sales do you think we'd get in the first month two months three months I told her, I said, honestly, I can't guarantee you anything. Yeah. My job is to build your brand and make that connection for people. So when they see your product, they're like, oh, I saw that on Instagram. Let me check it out. Yeah. Yeah. But it is tough, too, because, you know, they're paying you money. Yeah. And we're all in the world where we want shit to happen now. Like, let's right. go. I just I just paid you. Let's well, I don't have sales yet. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. It's been three days. Like, yeah. let's let's go. So we're all used to that with everything with phone we want to know how many hashtags all right give me four seconds this how many hashtags are on that you know like it's so quick everything so to have to teach you almost have to teach them yeah like all right this is how this works even though everything else in your life works this way you got to be patient here yeah exactly yeah and i think especially on the organic side too um it it is hard to track that social media roi and so one thing that that i always tell our clients too on the organic side is it's about brand awareness. Mm-hmm. It's about brand awareness and building your brand. And I don't know how long that's going to take. It depends on how much awareness you already have. So if you've got dr- great distribution and you're nationwide and you're in all these stores and people are talking about you, you're going to build faster. If you're still getting ramped up and you're not in retail stores yet and you're relying heavily on online and you're not investing in paid, it's going to take longer. So just setting those expectations too and and saying, hey, I, you know, even the best Instagram marketer in the world can say, oh, give me a thousand dollars and I'm going to post on your page and it's going to generate five thousand dollars. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. it's hard to prove that ROI. It's just it's about building your brand. And I think that, <clears throat> excuse me, on the organic side, you do need to look at it from a brand awareness perspective. And that's your metric. So your metric is followers. Your metric is engagement. Your metric is comments. How many people are saving your content too? Mm-hmm. Last question, and I know you, you got to get out of here. It's 11, <coughs> 1128. Uh, Perfect time. I, we had somebody recently who I, I asked for insights on the back end from our city coffee, and they wouldn't give us to it. Give it to it us. It was an agent. It was an agent. About one of their like, athletes, oh, We don't yeah. do that. We don't provide Have you ever that had that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was really weird. I don't know if it was just something no one's ever approached them for, and then so he just came back like quickly like, I don't want to deal with that shit. Or if they did, they didn't. have a business page to where the insights were even there. Yes. Okay. I, at least, at least of the because this was an agent, an agent. So there was at least five or six guys, and I know at least one or two did for sure, if not all of them. I just know for sure some did. I've never had that happen before, but I will say that for me, any client that we bring on to LTM, um, if I ask them questions like what's your revenue like or what was your what was your 2018 revenue and they don't tell me 
that's a red flag to me because we need to be able to understand where their business is at, where their business is going. And if they can't trust us to tell us simple things mm -hmm. like, you know, what their annual revenue is or how their staff is structured or give us access to their analytics, then that's not a good partner for us because we can't help them because we want to understand where their business is at from a holistic perspective because it's not just about social media. It's about everything overall too. Sure. That makes, makes sense. sense. Kayla. Jinx. Yeah. You want me a coffee? Yeah, you want me a coffee. All right, I got your coffee on the way out. We got, you drink, you drink coffee, right? Oh, I we drink got a lot of coffee. You. We brought you coffee. You're a cold brewer, so get out of here. <laughs> well, we did not bring you coffee, yeah. but Kayla, Lindsay, we thank you. Thank Good. you. Thank you. <laughs>